proprietor and dictator of Mortal Sync. <laughs> and uh, today we're here going to talk about things from the flood from... Uh, this is uh, the Free League Press from Modifius, uh, if I pronounce that right. Modifius. If, if I'm pronouncing it wrong, please make the comment. Modifius. I believe it is Modifius. Anyway, also I'm joined by Nate Hello. Elwood. Uh, he's our role-playing guy, reader of books. Because apparently he has more time than me. No, I'm kidding. I just don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's against it. But we just did a little thing with John Dunn about Savage Worlds a couple days ago. And I'm sorry, everybody. Oh, sorry. Got a burp. <laughs> sorry, everybody, for not getting this thing one week ago. Some some terrible conflict, uh, scheduling conflicts. Yeah, life. And, uh, life just happens. I'm not happy about it. Yeah. I was very, very angry. So that's okay, though. Yeah. We're but we're today. here today. Yeah, we're going to hear today. Uh, anything new I'm trying to think of that I didn't cover the other day, or I don't even know what we got new, uh, board game-wise, role-playing-wise. Well, Shadowrun, uh, I think the 6th oh, edition is coming out soon. Well, yeah, they had the play really box soon. we got. Yeah, so I which is just like run. a primer for it. Like, yeah. here, buy this, and then yeah, buy it's the rules quick, later. Quick rules, yeah. which means that the Shadow Run products will be on sale. Right. The core books um, that we have. I know that uh, Cubicle Seven they're putting out edition. more. Oh, uh, that uh, the starter box for Warhammer Fantasy came right. out. Did it? Do yeah. I have it? You do. Do we have it? It is on the shelf. Right. I, I saw See, that's what happened when you pre-order things forever ago. But yeah, that's out. So if you want to check that out, we talked about that. Let me think what else is coming. See, Gen Con just happened. So Pathfinder Second Edition will be coming out soon. So it's already Yeah, we have it. So if you're looking for it, we got it. Pathfinder. Yeah, Gen Con's really beating us down. This is the low time of the year for us because we're close enough to Gen Con that everybody just goes, takes all their money, and comes back. And without then any, get, yeah, yeah, without <laughs> any, and then it gets excited and business picks up again. Everybody, you know, they you get all over over gamed, and then you take well, not a break only that, and but come back. We also live in Northeast Ohio, so we only have nice weather for six or seven weeks out of the entire year. Yeah, and this happens it. to be that yeah. time. It's so. it's already starting. to Don't change. worry, we'll get yeah. we'll get our hermits back out when the when the, when oh, the weather yeah, changes. Yeah, they'll yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. oh, the sun. I can't, I can't stand. I work outside all the time, and yeah, I just the sun. Even when I work outside, I prefer. The heat is just terrible. I, yeah. I just can't. I, I like it. the cold. Give me a sixty degree yeah. day. Fall, winter, spring. Yes. I'm happy. When summer comes, I just want to scream. That's why I made it. As long as it's not that's negative wind chill, I'm okay. <laughs> what, I don't even care about that. But uh, that's just me because I'm crazy. But uh, there's that Magic 2020 that was released a little bit ago. Uh, Savage World is is having a there. Yeah, we a, talked another about edition coming yeah, up. It's yeah. coming out the other day uh, or another day. Card fight Vanguard is uh, these these guys are making me crazy because they're they're just they keep sneaking up and more people keep coming and I think we're one of the only ones that do card fight Vanguard in the area. One, one or two. I uh, saw all the card or Vanguard players out there. You guys know where to come. What day? I know is that they on? keep showing up and I'm like, where are you, what are you guys doing? It's officially Monday. Officially Monday, so but they're, they're here. You today. got nothing going on on a Monday. Nobody's got anything going on on Mondays. Come on down. Oh, there's a, a lot of people there and you're busy. Um, Mondays, uh, what else? Sundays, I think start showing up on Fridays too, the Vanguard. So okay. if you're interested in Vanguard, I know it's probably a younger crowd. So from like 16 on to 30s, 20s, it's a, it's a good game. If you want to learn about it or see it's from Bushy Road, come on in. I, we're just, we're actually going to do appreciation dinner for them at the end of August. So on a Monday, we just did one for a D and D. Awesome. We had a nice D and D. Uh, John Dunn brought in some of the 
what's that stuff from uh igor's igor bars, igor oh, bars. Okay. i took one bite and I, my teeth jumped out of my mouth and i said i can't deal with all that sugar <laughs> that's insane why would you do that to yourself well, some people like diabetic comas <laughs> not me i'll tell you that not me um what else is going on that's really it well, friday uh, night 40ks well, I do want to say this because I had a guy approach me, and I guess the Malifaux is coming out with third edition, oh, yeah. the miniature game. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if people are interested in it. Yeah. I'm, I've never played Malifaux. I know it was a at one time GW. Like I think it no. between the sixth and seventh edition, people are like this. This edition sucks. I'm looking for something else, or maybe even the fifth edition on. Once eighth edition came out, though, everybody oh, Malifaux. It's yeah, been Malifaux I guess it's been the, years since they right. did it, and. Uh, at one time, though, I'm saying it was it was a competitor with G. Like enough people were playing it that a lot of people play it. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of the people around. that were at GW were sick of GW. The play designers yes. and stuff like yeah. we're going to make our own company. Well, so. the miniatures the miniatures are super nice. Yeah, they've always been cool. The backstory is very cool. It's yes. an alternate like Western time. Yeah, steampunk type stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's it's very cool and it's very uh, it's very mature themed. It's not like oh happy bunnies yeah. or nothing. It's, it's and rough. it's a skirmish game too. Yes, it's, so it's not uh, meant to for, be like a battle. You know, most box battles. sets. 40 to 50 bucks yeah. and you get a whole unit of what right. you need and uh but the third edition's coming i gotta get a hold of my distributor i can't remember it might be out already i don't know they were at gen con i looked at some of their stuff it's always good and uh, i think we're gonna have a guy or we're gonna tuesdays i think as we're thinking about thinking about having it on tuesdays for malifo night so i'm gonna figure out when that's happening and go there i'm gonna have a complete line not a complete but i'm gonna pretty good line i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna buy in and we're gonna try it josh is gonna yell at me but hey if it if it gets people in the store and then yeah, if think, it's a good game, it it's a good so game. Malafo, 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 Malafo. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Am I? Yeah, it sounds foreign. You don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what language it is. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. And uh, Warcry just came out, which is what uh -huh. I call Kill Team for Age of Sigmar. Yes. So basically, that's a good uh, skirmish game for yeah, Sigmar. They came out with. I didn't think it was good. I'm like, ah, another box set from GW. Let me get a couple, and they're all gone. So I was like, okay, so I maybe saw... people want to play this. Well, I did watch a, a unboxing and a, and a how-to video when it first came out, you know, on, online. It seems like an inch. I mean, it looks like a cool game. It's it's a small skirmish game where it's, you know, taking place in the Age of Sigmar type of thing, and it's mainly, like, in the Chaos Wastes, I guess. So it's it's really up in your the face. New, they're all new miniatures. So yeah. They're not anywhere else. And they came out, and I can't, they're, they're called the Undying or something. Mm -hmm. and, and they the look like they're just, or something. Uh, they I look like something out of a horror movie. You know when you see the horror movies when they don't have all their limbs and they replace them with metal? And You have iron like, golems and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it looks, it was, it it looks was, interesting. It, it looks very rough. So yeah. let's hope. And, you know, I think, I don't know enough yet, but I think... Like I said, it's Kill Team for Age of Sigmar. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. And it's there's a, Conversion. That was the other thing I like they did, not to veer off of this and talk. But uh, they have packs of cards. They're not random. So, like, if you have uh, goblins, they have a pack of goblin gets, which has the rules. So if you already have goblins, you, you can, can just open up the pack. It's 8 bucks, right? and you can put, the t put it down on a table and play your game. So you don't need to buy all this craziness. So, like, if somebody else has the box set, and you say, well, I don't have any... You know, all I have are Stormcast. Okay, well, then go buy this booster, like the, the, right. the booster use pack. Use the miniatures you got. Yeah, use the miniatures you, know. you got. You buy a booster pack, and it's not it's not random, so it's, I don't even know what to call them, packages or packs or card files or who knows, whatever. Oh, I mean. Eight bucks. You're in the game. It's, it if is you have a it already, completely different game, too. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not Age of Sigmar just scaled down. 
like you're using all the same rules. It's no, a completely yeah. different game. And then we have the and, and we have the core book too. So right. there's just the core book. So you know, it's like anything. It's it's, it's I think it's your your intro to Age of Sigmar. Here, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. have to spend seven hundred dollars on an Age of Sigmar army. Here's spend fifty bucks, see if because I guess from looking at the rules are similar enough to Age of Sigmar, mm-hmm. where you could pick up Age of Sigmar battle yeah all really easy like, yeah all their games really are like easy, that. they but, go from one to the next but yeah. i you know people complain about like oh they make so many models we got to do that. you don't have to buy any of the models right. but they have so many models that if you want to paint i can't even i i pick them up and go oh, i wish i had these painted i wish i had time to paint these or these would be cool and you know that's what they do they're yeah. making new stuff so you can play with it you because know so. <laughs> and uh, and to be honest a lot of people me included was like hey you've had the same sculpts for 10 15 20 years we want something new. Oh, like if you want me to, if you want me to buy something like a new codex, mm-hmm. like some people are like they're really happy. Like oh well, I have the same models. I could just update the rules. There's a lot of people who are like, wait a second, I have all these models. I, I want something new. I'm sick of playing yeah, the exact same like, thing. You know, I don't want. So. I don't want the same old thing. But anyway, but uh, yeah. So we got that going on. So that's yes. new. But anyway, let's uh, cut into. Uh, Things yeah. from the flood. Yeah, because uh, I didn't realize we're so late. Josh is yelling at us. Let me see here. There we go. Got oh, a wait. big argument. There we go. Got a Things big argument off from camera. from the flood. Go All ahead, right. Nate. So, um, first off, just the book itself. You know, I always start with just how the book is itself. Uh, it's about 215 pages long from Free League. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> the Liquid Death. Um, uh, it's a sequel campaign game for... Uh, the uh, Tales from the Loop. So, whereas in Tales from the Loop takes place in the 80s, and you're playing pretty much children. So it's very Stranger Things centric. Hmm, what does that sound like <laughs> that's popular? Very, very Stranger Things centric. This one t- now takes place in the 90s, and you're playing teenagers. Um, overall, the book l- layout is really well done. I, it's The print is not super tiny. They fit in what they need to. It's easy to read. There's no weird, like some books will have weird bullets here and there. It's laid out in a way that you you can flip through the book, find what you're looking for. Uh, It's also all of the important stuff. They make sure they highlight. Just like in most of the Free League Press books, they have, here's the important rules. Here's describing these, but you can look at just the important rules as a a nice bullet and everything. Is this a standalone or do you need the other one to play? Nope, this is a standalone. It gives you all the rules that is required to play this game. Um, in fact, it even gives rules on how to kind of convert your, as though your kids grew up from the one era to the next. Oh, um, yeah, rules for putting puberty on your kids there. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully everybody's playing has been through it, but cause it is, it is a darker book. It's uh-huh. a very, it has a lot more material. That's definitely, I wouldn't say suitable for the younger reader. Oh, like you can now die in it. Can, oh, okay. Your, okay, your character okay. cannot die. In Tales from I was the say, Loop, should we be selling that to eighteen and over? That's what I meant. No, oh no, okay, no, okay. <laughs> not like that. No, no. I mean, you can as you said with that, any like, <gasps> as with any game, as with any game, you can make it as mature or okay. less as like you can you can literally have you know a horrifically horrible tune game based with the tune rules. Yes, but it doesn't mean you have to go there. Okay, you know what I mean? Okay, okay, this, okay. Yeah, it, as a whole, though, it, it deals with with uh, the death is what makes it. It's okay. more than just that. It's it's the, the themes of it. It's it's much more depressing. Yeah, it's like yeah, okay, right. okay. It's but I wouldn't like... say yeah. This this doesn't just focus in on on sex, drugs, rock and roll, or, or gore. Although you could if you wish, but 
I, I just want to make sure like somebody didn't come in and right. say, oh, my God, you stole my kid. Right. And open up a page and just a right. crazy picture of... There, there is no literature okay, okay, in there okay. or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. All right, all that, right, all right. And, and that, Josh said, I'm sorry, sense. Josh said in Tales of the Loop you couldn't die. Yes, you could not die in Tales of the Loop because you were playing kids. little kids. Yeah. And somebody, and I think made the right choice, and they're like, we should probably take out the you're going to die aspect. Because no, the six-year-old biting it is just <laughs> part of the game. Sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, makes it more intense. Oh, uh, art-wise, yes, very well done. The 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 art in here really does add to the story, adds to the uh, to the the feel of the game. Definitely sets up the setting very very well. I yeah, I like the just the overall artwork and and uh, I'm trying to remember the artist's name. I, I think they based down. writing the book on the artist's yes. work. The first on the, on the, the first, actual artist's. They work, saw his basically. work and said, "Hey, we should write a game around right. that." think if i remember right. yes uh it's it's I'm trying to remember what it was based off of and i should have wrote it down but the artist uh here, talk. Yeah. i'll look it up so it uh, i think it was simon hold on i'm looking yeah simon stallenhog is, is the world that was created by him yes so <clears throat> we're in the loop you were playing in the 80s and you're playing kids you are now preteens to teenagers um, it's set in the 90s, as I said, which is really odd because they, they go through what was happening in the 90s. Now, obviously, it's very skewed because this is an alternate reality, but it's really odd to hear, to see, like, this is what was popular in the 90s. Like, I mean, just my childhood growing up, it, it's weird to see. I, I guess it just made me feel a little old because I'm like, huh, they're talking about, you know, America Online starting up and, and <laughs> what have you and, and Seinfeld and Friends and stuff like that. So it was weird to see that as and it was presented in a way as if, you know, somebody who had never experienced it. Back so, in the ancient days. Yes, yes. So of that was the Internet. So the book itself, the, the setting itself is actually two settings. You have one in Boulder City and one in Sweden. And I will I'm just going to say what I think it is. It's. Monso, I don't, I don't know how to say the. Monso, Monso. Yeah. All right, I'm. I'm just gonna say if I'm wrong, uh, that's pure ignorance. I'm sorry. Uh, give the fanatic or just say what it is. But so it's it's actually two different settings. You have, um, one U.S. based and then one that's. that's I'll help you with Sweden. this one. Boulder City. City. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Arizona. No, go ahead. The premise behind it, like with, with Tales from the Loop was in the late 50s or whatever, they built these gigantic particle accelerators. And uh, it, I mean, it ushered in like kind of like a golden age at a time. Like they were able to create these massive ships that could use the gravitational pull and the, and the pole, uh, magnetic poles to transport stuff. I mean, there's, I don't want to get too much into it because that really is Tales from the Loop. But basically you had these, there was focused around these, big particle accelerators and, and I mean they you had artificial intelligence uh, robots and all that stuff in this game all that's kind of come crashing down um, nobody knows exactly what happened however one day in Boulder City let's say uh, the loop was near Hoover Dam well Hoover Dam exploded and next thing you know there is a ton of this weird warm brownish water seeping in to Boulder City and it's pretty much the same in the Swedish side of it, where their particle accelerator is. Um, all a bunch of uh, machinery gets this weird cancer that begins to grow. Uh, 
these odd growths on it. it uh, the robots are now seen as enemies, and some countries are hunting, actively hunting them down and exterminating them all. So, I mean, it, it's a really... It's a stark difference between Tales from the Loop setting to begin with. And it's a pretty much, I don't want to say post-apocalyptic, but you kind of get the say, feeling is, more... I was about to say, it sounds like Tales from right. the Loop is the apocalypse. Right. And this is... This is the aftermath. This is the post-apocalyptic. And uh, it's wholly depressing. I mean, <laughs> because it seems like every adult is just trying to scrape by with life and, and you know, everybody's... Because uh, you're obviously playing characters that are focused in one of those two cities. So you're being directly impacted. You know, they, they really don't have options for somebody who wants to play, let's say, Cleveland, Ohio, when all this is happening in Boulder. There would be really no use for it, you know, like... No, that's fine. Right. Um, they even, uh, as a role-playing guide for the, the GM, they're like, here, you, you need to keep these, like, five setting or game aspects in mind with anything you write, which is, like... Everything changes and falls apart. That includes your characters. I mean, they're going through puberty. I can't think of a more time when a human being changes than that. Um, <laughs> most of it is going to be boredom because what do preteens do? I mean, you're not old enough to do anything really what we would be considered fun, but you're not really young enough to do, you know. Oh, this character creation. Right. right. Well, I'm not even talking about yeah, character creation, but, but just in general. These yeah, yeah, themes yeah. are what was are what kind of throughout the whole thing. Like you have... Boredom, demands, and conflict. So that's pretty much being a teenage, mm -hmm. teenager. Um, mysteries are dangerous and exciting. Because, again, think about being a teenager. Like, you knew that going to that bonfire in the middle of the, the woods, you know, set the whole place on fire or... or... Point is, <laughs> yeah, there's other things what, in this game. Where are you going with that? There are other things in this game, though, that are dangerous and exciting. Mm -hmm. Like... Uh, Mundane things? You're not a kid and you're not an adult, so you always have that in-between section of it, how people are going to interact with you, how the world interacts with you in general. You could, you could walk up to somebody of importance, give them fact that you find something horrific, and they may not believe you simply because you're, you're a kid in their eyes. Mm -hmm. you know? And then uh, it's a collaborative effort. Everybody in the group, which I think is a very, really big aspect of any free league press game is everybody in the group adds to the story in some way or another. They come up with ideas that they bounce off the, the uh, GM who then makes the scene. I've always liked that about their games and I've always liked that about role playing in general. I like, I don't want to be the only one making, making the story. Mm -hmm. I have ideas. You guys fill in those ideas as you go. And that way everybody gets a little more connected to it. It's not just rolling dice. And I mean, don't get me wrong. You can, you can play role master and just roll dice and kill stuff. That's fine. That's, is that what you like to do? Awesome. But if you want to tell stories, then let everybody, everybody tell a story. Um, let's see here. Da, 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 da. All right. So you have the common tropes when it comes to making a PC. Again, every time I, I get a new game, I always want to see how long does it take me to make a PC? Is it interesting? Is it complicated? How tough is it to do? It took me mainly because I kind of knew what I was doing already because it's free league and they use the same system. Mm -hmm. um, so it took me a little less time. So actually, I sat down with my wife to make a character for this system. She had never played this system before. <laughs> and it only took her about 20 minutes. Now, you have your common tropes. You have like a, uh, like a hacker, a jock, a lone wolf, motorhead, party animal, raver, so you you pick so typical. Oh yeah, it's very nineties. Oh, it's it's, it's gloriously nineties. <laughs> That's what I love about it. 
<laughs> I mean, it's it's really funny because you look at it and you can be like, okay, this is, you know, this is the Goonies. This is, or this is, uh, you know, anything oh, from okay. Stranger yeah, Things yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They, they have those, this Buffy the Vampire Slayer, if you really want to go into that. Like you have that, you know, you have your nerds and you have your your outcasts and you have your your popular people and stuff. And for some reason, for and that's what the story is for, is to come together to find out these mysteries and, and figure stuff out. Um. You have uh, your attributes. There are four of them, which makes it very easy. You divi- divvy points between those four. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have 10 points to put into skills, for which there are 12 skills. And each one is linked to an attribute, so that even if you don't have the skill, you can still use the attribute to do it. And just like in uh, Forbidden Lands or any of that, your your dice pool is the six-sided dice, and you add your attribute to the skill, and maybe a gear, that would help, and you roll those dice, and you're looking for sixes. Same thing with if if so. The system is, is I explained a lot better in Forbidden Lands. I didn't want to get too much into it with this. Yeah, basically, but, but check out that webcast, and you you'll see because I go much more in depth on yeah, how that system works. Basically, you have an at, like you add them together. Yes, so you have an attribute, and you have a skill, and if you have five in one and two in the other, you would get seven dice, right. and they would be different. And then you have a, let's say a piece of equipment of some kind that yeah. helps with that. Yeah, so maybe that would one. say, oh, there's just one or two. Okay, so I get. If you're nine trying to dice. fix, you're trying to fix a car, and you have a screwdriver. You have like right. five and whatever, whatever the you know strength and. But you're you, looking for sixes. Yeah, sixes are successes. One six will grant you a success. If you don't roll any sixes, you can push your dice roll, yeah. where you re-roll. But if you roll ones, you can actually hurt yourself or just damage the Which, the gear yeah. that you're using. It's a good system. It really is a it good is. system. It is fast. I mean, it's it's the, fast and quick. It's easy to look at. Yeah, quick, quick. Like I was saying with the car, you know, you could have five. You know, you could use strength, and maybe you have mechanic skill, and maybe you have a screwdriver. So that'll give you like, say, that gives you five and one, three in the other, and one in the other. And you'd have nine dice. You would roll all nine dice, and if you get a six, you succeeded in right. fixing the car. So obviously, the more dice you have, the higher the percentage of getting that six. But if you don't get any six, and then you roll a one on your, and you push it, and you roll a one, then you like, I don't know, you broke, you, you broke a tire, or you know, you yeah. made it. You, well, your your ability score. At your attributes actually will lower. So let's say you have a strength of five and somebody punches you in the face, right? And they do damage based upon... Like, well, actually, I'm sorry. That was a different system. That was that was Forbidden Lens. In this, damage is very different, wherein it's more narrative. And mm-hmm. I get why they would do it too, because you really don't want to talk about, you know, 16-year-olds beating the crap out of each other getting shot. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... I'm laughing about their history, but go ahead. But... um. So you, you you gain what's called uh, your hit points. Like it's a kind of like a collaborative bad things will happen when you get into trouble and you fail or you push a roll. Mm-hmm. You could uh, you, you start to like take the scale of where you're upset, scared, exhausted. Um, and that's instead of hit points. Well, it gives you starts giving you minuses. So it, it does the same thing as in like Forbidden Lands where if I hit you and I do four damage to you, mm-hmm. you're now taking away four of your strength dice. You know what I'm saying? So you yeah. are so you're instead of next time you go to swing at me and you normally had a five strength, now you and now you only have a one, you're only rolling the one die. So mm-hmm. this one gives you a negative one to all of your stuff. And once you start taking X amount of that scale, you go to being scarred. And that, that scar, depending on what it is, and again, it's collaborative. You know, you could say, hey, you know, you, you failed this role and the consequence was you were facing down a gunman. Well, 
Tommy never comes back from that. Or he goes to the hospital and you find out that he's paralyzed. That's no longer a PC. He didn't die, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a different way of dealing with damage. And so it, how, did, how does... So let's say, let me simplify it as much as I can. Just right. to, say you have, say like with the example where Tommy was facing down a gunman. Right. Say he gets shot and he gets damage. Right. Do you roll that damage or are you just giving him that damage? It's, there are rules to see if he gets hit. There are rules to see no, how no, no. much like, Let's that say he got him. hit. Okay, he gets hit and he gets he gets hurt severely and, and that sliding scale goes all the time. Who, is it a dice roll or is that just a? It's more collaborative. So like, you decide. Yes, okay. you would decide. But. Based on that die roll, knowing that he got hit, knowing that it's a deadly weapon, I mean, yeah, you so, got to take the. Dude, so if it's a deadly weapon, you had say six dice, and yeah. you only got one success, you're like, okay, maybe you broke an arm, or, but if you get five successes, right, you're probably, the, the chances that Tommy's yeah, not coming home yeah, is, Tommy, is pretty high. I mean, Tom, it, again, it's, it's all collaborative, and that's mm-hmm. what I like about it. You can you can describe these situations. Okay, I get it now. And okay, I got you it. know, and and make the game the way you want. All right, so um, it, I think. Some people that might turn off a lot of people. To be honest, they might be like, "Oh well, I want just, that. I want that hit point. I want to know how healthy you're." No, no, no. I, I, I get but it. This, now. it makes I, just, sense I got a little confused by, it. but yeah. So it's like it's based on whatever happens to you. Is you know the amount of successes right. is what they're saying. This is what right. it's more narrative driven. So right. Much more narrative. Yeah. Okay. Driven. But you're like, using that as a guideline for your narrative. I think of it more as like implied <laughs> violence as opposed to direct violence. You can t- you can describe the situation. Kind of like, all right, the Chex- so Chainsaw is, Massacre, okay. right? That movie. Yeah. There's not a huge amount of gore, but there's a lot of implied violence. It's a terrifying movie. Well, it was when I was little. Terrifying movie at that time because there's all this implied horrible things happening, but you don't really see it in the original. Oh, okay. Yeah, think of original. it that way. You can set up the scene to be terrifying, to be mortal. Okay, this is what in you're peril, for, yeah. But you're not saying, oh, that gun, sh- you see Tommy's you know, clavicle come out of his you know, shoulder yeah, as a yeah, bullet rips through. You're going, for, you're going for PG... Right. Uh, Afternoons TV. Think of it, and I think uh, a good way to describe it is you're creating an episode of a show. Yeah. And each adventure or, or quest or whatever you investigate, that's one that's one episode of that show. Right. So you, you're setting up for the next one and the next one and the next yeah, one. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, it's a good system. It For what it is, the setting itself is awesome. Mm-hmm. I really like the setting. If, if anything... Check out the book simply for the setting. Um, the system, I like their system to begin with. So, I, you know, that's cool. The other part of it, though, is half of this book, it's 200 some pages long. The first chapters of it, you have like the principles of the game. Mm-hmm. What's a role playing game? How do you play this one? Then you have the, sw- the setting for Sweden. So you have Monzo. Then you have the setting for the US, which is Boulder City, and all the little things that go with it, you know. Then you have the system itself. Chapter five is just the system itself. How how to play the game. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. How to play the game, how the rules interact with each other. You have PC creation. Everything you need to do about making a character in this game. Mm-hmm. And then you have the uh, game master's info and advice. How to run the game. Because it, it is a little different with the, the collaborative storytelling as opposed to... Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that's from zero to 100. That's first part of this book. From... 100 to 209, half the book are pre-made adventures that can be linked together to form a campaign. I was looking at that. And to be honest, they're really good. Like, I was... Normally, I'm not a big fan of uh, RPGs throwing in a a adventure, a beginner adventure. Because to me, 
huh. make a starter pack. To be honest, I like what Cubicle Seven did with that. Make a starter pack. Here, here's something that will give you the gist of how to how to run games, or the setting and the feel of the game. Don't put that in the main rulebook. Give me as much information as possible in the main rulebook to make my game flow smoothly. Because let's say it's 20, 30, 40 pages long for this uh, intro adventure. I run it once, I never run it again. You know, or maybe once or twice for a different group of people. But I'm I'm not a fan of it. This having like an entire campaign in there changes the the book in my say, opinion. Yeah, I mean, this, this it, it it takes it from this is a cool system. Oh wow, I don't even like. And when you read through it all, it's a good campaign. It's like a lot of times the, the intro campaigns are kind of ambiguous. Like you're trying to fit cram cheesy. every idea yeah. of the setting to kind of represent everything. This one, they're like, oh, you know what? This is going to take this kind of aspect of it. And then this next adventure that's building onto this one is going to take this. And it gradually brings the characters into what the setting's really about. And the overall arch is a really good one. So I was pleasantly surprised by that. Like, you pick up things from the flood, you're going to get a great system where your imagination can start to go. But you also get a, a campaign that isn't, like, so world-changing that at Man. the end it's like, oh, I don't have to play this game anymore. We're out of save the world. Yeah, it's more along the lines of, like, these, this Here's one. a story arc, and then at the end of that arc, other stuff can happen. Yeah, this Modifius is really uh, step, Free League and Modifius Entertainment are really stepping up here. I, I like them the more and more I hear about well, it. You have role-playing games made by role-players. Yeah. And I think that is a huge thing. You yeah, have, what, are we, what are we What, what do I want thing? in a book? <laughs> what do I want in a book? What do I want in a game system? And you have people who have been playing for 10, 20, 30 years. Like, like it well, makes sense that, that the people... Who are making the games are the ones who have been playing it for a long time and, and i'm not to say that that doesn't happen with all role-playing games i'm just saying it seems like especially with free league with all the products i've reviewed with that with them and it hasn't been too many mm -hmm. the system itself i'm like you know this is a good system this, somebody sat down and was like yeah well i like this aspect of this game i like this aspect of this game well how do we make these two come together to be something different so we're not just plagiarizing people but what we would want out of this system or what we would want out of that system. And especially with this rule book, I, now I have not read uh, Tales from the Loop. Uh, they, they talk about it heavily in here, obviously, because this is a, like a sequel of it. But with Things from the Flood, it's like, when I was reading through, especially with the campaign, like, huh, how would we put, instead of an intro campaign, let's give an intro or an intro game, let's give an intro campaign that, and to be honest, that's awesome to me. That that's is a, phenomenal to me. It's a pretty good idea. Um, I think this is retailing for... I was just playing. 50? I believe it was 50. Yeah, I was just playing a price. Yeah. But yeah, it's probably standard. But for 50 is. bucks, to be honest. A whole campaign and a game. A campaign and a game. And it's a good campaign, too. It's not like a cheesy one. It's, it's a good, it gives, it's a complete system. Like Heart if you bound. didn't play uh, Tales from the Loop, which is much more campy, in my opinion. This is a little darker, but it's still campy enough that, you know, I think people that played. Uh, Tales from the Loop, and they want to move into things from the flood. Just grow. It's like an, you're right. advancing in level. Right. Your kids, your kids your, are now. Your kids are now preteens and stuff. And I, I, I think that if, this is a great, is a great game. I wonder for, if they're going to do the adult like. But the next book is the adult. There's tons of different uh, role playing games that that center on adults. I, I think that another cool aspect of it, that you are still playing. You know, your teenagers. Mm -hmm. Teenagers can't die. like with things from the loop or Tales from the Loop. You know, it's an aspect of it where, and I get it, you don't want to hear about a six-year-old getting killed. That, that's horrific. Where this one, you know, a 15-year-old gets killed, it's still horrific, but, you know, it, it, if it happens in a movie, you're not like, oh, man, I feel sick. Who wrote this? Right. No. <laughs> you know, like, if <laughs> there's a movie called uh, Children of the Sun. I don't know if you have. Basically, the entire nope. world is post-apocalyptic because everybody stopped giving birth. 
and there's this one girl that they find that is pregnant. Like the children of men? Children of men. Thank you. Okay, Thank yeah, you. I was going to say. Sorry. Children of men. So there's that scene in it where the, the guy has a baby and it's in a war zone. It's a war zone, yeah. And like, I remember watching that. And I'm like, my, my, I'm a fidgety person. My leg was going crazy. It took my wife literally to be like, stop that. You know, to, for me to realize just because I'd never seen that in a film before. You've never seen an infant within like a horrific situation like that. <sighs> you gotta you gotta well, come by my house and check out some. Well, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> there's plenty of trauma movies and stuff like that. But, uh, terrible, but I'm saying, yeah, terrible horror movies. Right, watch. but, but yeah, yeah, a, I, a I understand the point. You know the point of that, not to go, but the point of that movie was that in the middle of the firefight. When everybody realized yeah, it was, was a baby, baby they, they stopped. all stopped. Right, <laughs> like everybody stopped. And, and as soon like, as the baby got out there, I always go back oh, yeah. to killing each other. But that's what I'm saying. it's that type of of yeah, 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 yeah. Like wow! Like this is this is an interesting thing. Like, I I personally this is a great great book, great setting, um, great system, uh, and the campaign is good. So what overall? Kind of eight point five. Eight point five. Eight point five on this one. Yeah, it's pretty high. It's a good book. Yeah. I, I I think if if you're beginning game master, it might be a little tough. That's why it was it was oh, that's what it's going to because a lot of the collaborative ideas. If you're an experienced game master, by you ex- group, by you explaining what you said about uh, uh, the way the the damage is done and how, mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be a beginner, right? No, that's kind of that, you. A, you kind of need that that uh, extra, X amount of hit points get taken yeah, off yeah, type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, you need trackers. This is more of a right. uh, thing. And so. but but then again, you know, you could have a, a newbie who's a great storyteller. And and it'll fit in real real yeah, well. But you also have to have all their stuff is a lot of storytelling. Yeah, all this free league and Modicus. and I like that too. But yeah. Like that's again, this is my personal opinion. There would be people out there like, oh man, I really just like you know Rolling hacking and slashing yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, no, and there's yeah, a lot of people fine. like to sit back and just talk, you right? Know, talk and tell a story, right? So. All right. Well, thanks, Nate. We're running a little late and a little long. Josh is pounding the table over here, <laughs> but uh, that's cool. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, we'll have to come up with something next. Oh yeah, well, well there's just so many releases coming out. We'll get came, a lot of stuff there. came yeah. out. So as and as always, if you guys have any like, I want to know what for some reason you want to know my opinion on something and you want us to review it, let us know. Yeah, you know, just give us a I'll buzz. Make, I'll make Carlos, you know, Pathfinder, Pathfinder two. two. Ugh. You want to do Pathfinder? Hey, I'm 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 game if you are. Well, I'm not the one reading it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't nope. sleep much. <laughs> no, no. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. All right. Well, thanks again, Nate. Uh, thanks, right. everybody, for listening. Uh, thanks from the Flood. Uh, also, Tales from the Loop, same, same company. Mm-hmm. We all have that available here. There's even some screens and dice and some extra stuff. Nothing crazy. Yeah. And um, That's another thing about that. You don't have to buy their add-ons to play the game. Yeah, you should. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it a little easier, though, yeah. if you do. No, I'm kidding. You don't have to buy, but they're nice. Yeah. If you got the buck, why not? To be honest, if 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 you like the game and you're going to be playing it, make it easier on yourself. Yeah, yeah. Buy it. Looks cool. No, because they're not it's so. Just, it's, it's just not cost prohibitive. Yeah, it's just it's just the extras. Yeah. But uh, yeah, all right. Well, check us out on our website, immortalsinc.com. Uh, actually, you can get everything from there. We're on all social media platforms. Uh, come on in the store. Give us a call two one six seven one two seven one six nine. Share this if you'd like. Uh, we are still patreon i think josh is working on some new things we kind of let that slide we've been busy not even slide we just we're looking for what is this on youtube as well so, yeah, yeah youtube, yeah, YouTube. comment like yeah. subscri- like subscribe put on the but, alert yeah but patreon immortals inc just go there help us support because when you do we're able to improve and bring better product and uh get more people oh andy hop just did a uh, stream with us 
Uh, we did the stream with Andy Hop. We had the was mask too. of mask of Natharathup. Narlothatup. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. We're, we're uh, pretty deep into that campaign right now. We're looking for we got any board game ideas. Uh, we're looking for some board game options. We're looking for some uh, miniature options. We're going to do some more streaming. Uh, it was summer. A lot of it fell off. And uh, we're looking for new ideas, new people. Come on in. Give me your spiel. And we'll talk to you. But until next time, give us a call. We'll see you later. Thanks. Bye. Liquid Death. Liquid Death.